It's Thursday and you know what that means. This is your captain speaking and welcome to episode 327 of Max Wrestling. The show that takes sports entertainment and shoves it straight up your ass. Coming up this week, even though we've practically been ignoring Raw and Smackdown for the last couple of weeks, we will be predicting rematches in a cell. We're also coming off the back of back-to-back pay-per-views with Against All Odds and TakeOver in your house. But first, allow me to reintroduce my co-horseman. He is, of course, the podcast machine, Mike Larkin. Oh, my goodness. Well, when it comes to heck in the cell, rematch in the cell, we only got five matches to talk about as of right now. I mean, where we have a Raw, where Alexa Bliss, this is where I kind of tuned out. Alexa Bliss possesses Reginald. Um, it kind of like hypnotizes him. Blissy, blissy, blissy. Can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. And then you got friggin' Piper Niven, who we're not even supposed to know that it's Piper Niven. Who was this mysterious woman? Just squashing Naomi. Now she's with Eva Marie. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. I got so mad about that. I got so mad that I didn't even want to watch the rest of Raw. You know what? Nobody's asked me why I've stopped watching WWE. But if you do, this is why. <laughs> Shit like you have this. Piper Niven come out here just acting like the muscle and the winner of this match, Eva Marie, and Eva Marie didn't do a goddamn thing. But I'm like, just the fact that it's great to see her on the roster, but you're putting her with this woman. And like how they're pretty much defining it is that's Eva Marie's protege when her protege has done more than her. It's kind of like the opposite of Miz and Daniel Bryan was in 2010 on NXT. Protege. The protege. protege. Yep. Wow. Oh, Eva Marie, geez. we all win, man. Piper Niven. Eva Marie, we all win. She's inspiring the Utes. Yeah, well, speaking of Utes, the two Utes, Travis and Moses, are missing at the moment. Hopefully we'll get them both on later on in the show. I know what it is. They just don't want to talk about this shit. Rematches in a cell. Well, you don't. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think the matches, a lot of them will be good, but it's just like we've seen it over and over again, and I can't keep picturing you over and over again because it's all in my head. That's how I feel about Lashley and Drew. You know what I'm saying? Every time I close my eyes, I'm going down. Oh, I can't go on not loving you. Tim McGraw on that bitch. We, we've got a channel in the UK called Dave, and they pretty much just show old shows. But then they've got a plus one version called Dave Javu. I think WWE should be on Dave Javu. I think they should be with everything. I'm pretty sure I've seen this shit before. Oh, well, the good thing is Lashley and Drew ends on Sunday, which is a good thing. So that's a plus. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, all right, then. So before we do predict rematches in a cell, if you're watching on YouTube, now is the time to hit the subscribe button, like and share us on Facebook, and subscribe to our audio streams on all podcast platforms. And now, of course, on KTN, the Click Talk Network. Okay. Five matches. Possibly mm-hmm. more added tomorrow on SmackDown. Well, <sighs> um, last thing I will add to that, Dazarino. I think they're going to add AJ and Almas against the Viking Raiders, and mm-hmm. they're probably going to add a Jackson Riker and Elias for the third time. Uh, for the third time, so another rematch. <laughs> well, because it was two countouts, and we haven't had a decisive winner yet. And Jackson Riker, that baby face Jackson Riker, has got to get that win back, man. 
Jeez. Um, what about the uh, Intercontinental title? Anything? Well, Apollo Crews on SmackDown, you know, this week he's going to be facing Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And a trip. No, yeah, I think Kevin Owens and Sami. I can't even remember who the fuck he's going to face. So it's like. <laughs> in, a, in a title match. Yeah, again, so, it's, 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 no, it's Kevin Owens and Apollo. No, Kevin Owens, Apollo Crews, and um, I think oh, Kevin Owens, Apollo Crews, and Biggie, Biggie, Biggie. Because since Alistair Black is no longer here, he, no one's yeah. there. If you have Biggie, Biggie. Okay. So instead of booking a title match for the pay per view, they book it for the weekly show two days before the pay per view. Yep. Perfect logical sense. I, I, don't, I don't get it. Well, they're they're doing Nakamura and Corbin as well again for like the third time, and the winner gets yeah, the crown. I saw that one. So another rematch. Yep. And but the crown is getting worn. Whoever wins gets the crown. It's, it's five minutes into this episode, people, and if you haven't realized already, we're going to be saying the word rematch a lot. How we roll. <laughs> okay. Well, let's kick it off with... A match that isn't really a rematch. Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Again, you're hypnotizing Reggie. Reggie, Reggie, Reggie on Monday. Kind of put him in the trance. Uh, they really highlighted the friendship between Nia and Alexa Bliss. Like I said, it goes back to 2018 where she and uh, Nia fought for the Raw Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler, friends with Ronda Rousey. Alexa lost the title to Ronda Rousey back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of tie-ins and correlations. Um, personally, I think it sucks again because it's Shayna Baszler, tough-ass, badass MMA fighter. She's competed in Invicta. Yeah. Fighting championship. She's been in a lot at Victor Pro. God dang, man. But it's like, ugh. There's a lot of stuff that frustrates me about this. You know, badass in the Mae Young Classic, badass in NXT. Oh, by the way, I'm afraid of dolls. So yeah. with that logical <laughs> with that logical sense, uh, I think there's going to be a lot of voodoo. I think there's going to be a lot of creepiness. The, I got to say, the creepiness and the factor of her kind of like crawling like Finn Balor the demon and kind of like her own version of the spider walk and matches now, it's cool, it's interesting, it's kind of what they should have been doing a lot of from the beginning to showcase that. But to be completely honest with you, it's going to continue, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not, so Alexa Bliss gets the win. Yeah, foregone conclusion. Um, and yes, absolutely, Shayna Baszler, why, why is she doing this stupid shit? She's, she's a badass MMA killer. Again, we, we turned her in, into a girl who's afraid of dolls. It's just the doll. It's just the doll. We turned her in a C, in a C movie version of a horror film. That's what we've done with Shayna Baszler. Mm. Hey, Vince, here's some footage of Shayna breaking everybody's arm in NXT. Make her afraid of dolls. It's it's last year's booking, man. She's killing everybody in Elimination Chamber, facing Becky at Mania. Then she gets put in the tag team. Now she's afraid of dolls. Yeah, I remember everybody booed her at the Chamber because it was so predictable. Mm-hmm. But you knew it was going to be a badass victory mm. because, you know, that's but how the boot spades. It was also ridiculously stupid to even book that match because she'd already begun a feud with Becky. So. Well, even though you, you bite somebody in the ear, there you, you never give up hope, Dazzy Daniels. So you never give up hope. Somebody may win, even though the woman bit a woman's ear and made her bleed and was sucking it dry. You know what I'm saying? Excuse me while I chomp on a body part, but oh, yeah, maybe I may lose. 
That's what they said. Excuse me while I chomp on this body part and destroy a woman's world. But hey, you never know. I may lose. Maybe somebody else will become number one contender. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Keep hope alive, brother. Okay. Um. All right. What else we got? We okay. Two more women's matches. Okay. Uh, both of which are rematches. <laughs> Bianca Belair defending the SmackDown Women's Title against Bailey. All she's doing is laughing at her, laughing at her. Who's gonna get the last laugh here? And I'm gonna say right now, it's gonna be Bailey because Bianca Belair, too early, too soon, she's retaining that SmackDown Women's Championship. Yeah. Um, she's only really had two challenges, so. Yep. Keep it going a little bit longer. Yeah, keep it going. Too too early for her to lose. It's Bianca's time, man. She's going to hit her with that uh, KOD, bada bing, bada boom, burning hammer. I want to be your sledgehammer. Somebody put on some Peter Gabriel. Bianca Belair gets the win. Yeah, plus Bailey's coming off that historically long reign last year. She she doesn't need another reign yet. She does not, you know what I'm saying? You know, rain on me, Ashanti style. Let it rain. Let the rain fall down. Somebody's been listening to some Hillary Duff metamorphosis. She's coming clean. Be- Bailey, man, it's one of those things where it's just like you're coming off of getting your booty whipped by the Bella Twins. You're facing Bianca again where she freaking covered her with their hair. You know what I'm saying? Because she whips her hair back and forth. And now we're continuing with this feud. Bianca got a little bit of a laugh on Smack It Down after freaking Ding Dong Hello got tore up from the floor up by Cesaro. So, yeah, man, I got to go Bianca Belair all the way, every day. Are you going with Bianca as well? Yes. Uh, yeah, too soon for her to lose it. Too soon for Bailey to have another reign. Um, plus, you know, the shakeup's coming soon, so I can see Bailey going to Raw. Oh, yeah, we need somebody new for a. Uh... Eva Marie. Somebody... No. <laughs> okay, here's, see, here's where I'm going to go with that. I don't see her going for the Raw Women's title. I could somehow see her and now the unknown named Piper Niven winning this, winning the Raw tag titles because not the Raw tag titles, the WWE uh, Women's Tag Team Championships. The reason why I say that is right now the only challengers, and we saw it on Raw because they were brawling for Natty and Tamina, are the goddamn Gucci girls, and the Gucci girls are now heels on this view. What? They were doing a photo shoot, and Natty and Tamina's like, well, the only reason why you guys are here is because of your looks. And Mandy Rose was like, well, if it wasn't for your names, then you wouldn't be champions. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Don't be dissing me. And then we friggin' are fighting in the ring, and they're barefooted, and I'm just like, okay. It's one of those things where it's just like, you know, I felt like I was in a goddamn teenage movie, and the cheerleaders were fighting for the top spot on the damn squad. I felt like I was back with Bring It On, son. Kirsten Dunst, where you at, girl? So it's just like, don't be dissing me. You think it's because my looks? Uh-uh, it's because your name. Mm-hmm. It was one of those type of deals, Dazzy. Dangerously, I felt back in time like I was back in the year 2000. What, what? So, yeah, that's their only uh, That's their only why, challenge. Gucci girl. Why is this the only way WWE can book women's feuds? That's what it was. Oh, because we got a win a couple weeks ago, so we're coming for the tag titles. So, yeah, it was... It was that type of that type of Jeez. party. So Vince, what do you want to do for this next women's feud? Make them bitchy. That's that's it's... what we're doing. We went from these hot girls who are working hard and just ready to you know take over the division, who have just been busting their butts. And now they're bitches. Well, there's no more total divas, so I guess we're bringing it to uh, Raw now. I just whatever. <laughs> I thought we were moving past this shit. 
What the fuck ever? Uh, all right. Um, now, I really don't want to predict this one. one. Go to the other women's one. Yeah, I, I really don't want to predict this one because I know exactly what's going to happen. So, Charlotte Flair has finally got her one-on-one rematch with Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's title. And funnily enough, <laughs> um, Charlotte Flair has sold zero Hell uh, in a Cell cameos. Can we just put Nikki Cross in this match? Because this fucking feud has been about Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross getting her lucky-ass win with these countouts and pinning Rhea because Charlotte turns on her in a tag match. Why can't Nikki Cross just get this damn match? But hey, whatever. So it's very much a game of anything you could do, I can do better. I could do better. I could do anything better than you. Man, I'm going to try to be optimistic with this son of a bitch, and I'm going to go Rhea Ripley just because... And I think it's unfortunately going to continue into Money in the Bank. Shorty, what you think? I got money in the bank. And Nikki Cross has said that she wants to challenge her, the winner of this match. So, man, I'm just going to be hopeful. Riptide, one, two, three. Rhea Ripley gets the dub. Go ahead, Des. Mm, I I really, really, really want to be optimistic. But it worked once at um, WrestleMania. Then it worked at Backlash. I don't think it's going to work a third time, so I think... Uh, don't make me say it out loud. We have to. That's how it works around here. Uh, okay, okay. Is Nikki Cross definitely facing the winner? Morning. Well, that's what she said. Hey, man, I say good morning, Mo Moses. Mark. I say good okay. morning. So Nikki Cross know. is a, is definitely facing the winner. Charlotte couldn't yeah. beat Nikki in two minutes the other week, so yeah, Charlotte. As much as it well, pains me to say, she's Charlie getting... Charlie don't sell no cameos, that's what's up. <laughs> See, as much as it pains me to say, Charlotte Flowers getting reign number 27. Oh, God. Again, I'm being optimistic. I'm still going... I, I want to be optimistic, but I can't do it. I can't do it again. Moses, you want to be optimistic or you want to go with Charlotte? I'm pushing my well, luck hate... if I'm being optimistic again. Let's say, well, I'm hating the main roster, so... Uh... Yeah. Let's go optimism. All right. See, this is where I'm going to lose now. <laughs> okay, what about the first two matches that we've done? Um, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Ah, oh, fucking shit, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> and Belair versus Bailey. Rematch number one of the night. Oh, my God. Bailey, the, the world's biggest Karen. I love her, but hate her at the same time. Um, God, I don't really think they want to crown Bailey. But do they really want to keep jobbing everybody out? Eh. Fuck it, it's the world of Karens. Give me Bailey to win. Ooh. All right. All right. So, so far, I've only picked one new champion, and I think that's the only one we're going to get. So that brings us to the two top titles. (laughs) First of all, uh, David versus Goliath. Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in a heck in a cell match for the Universal Championship. Because that makes sense. Yeah. Why is the first match of this feud in a Hell in a Cell? They built it in a two-week process. They yeah. have freaking... The Usos are challenging for the tag titles, and freaking Roman comes out and cleans up the mess, and then he takes out Dominic, he throws him out this week with the powerbomb spot. Yeah, onto after- a hidden crash mat. 
of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After two weeks, we have a Hell in a Cell bout, and he's defending the honor of his son because it is also Father's Day when we're doing this. But, yeah, I don't see a title change. I think it'll be good. I mean, one of my earliest memories of the Shield was Roman with that badass spear catching Ray out of midair. So, man, these two I think will have some chemistry. But, again, too early after a two-week build. We're already in the cell, baby. So we needed a challenger. Here comes Ray Mysterio. Booyaka, booyaka. It's Father's Day. Booyaka, booyaka. So I'm going to say Roman Reigns retains the Universal Championship inside Hell in Cell. Roman Reigns, Tribal Chief, baby. Yeah, the the cell was designed to end feuds, not start them. Yep, yep. Yeah, but you see, that was like twelve years ago, and now True. what they do is if you start in a cell, then you do like a submission match, then you do a, a, a tables match, then you do a chairs match, then you do a regular wrestling match, right? And then you have the blood feud <laughs> with a sixty minute Iron Man match because it makes no sense at all. That's or, how or if it's raw, you slippy floppy the title. Floppy to flippy, that's right. Uh, fucking Roman, dude. Uh, if this is true that I hear that fucking The Rock is on his way because it's the only way they could draw any money, <laughs> then yeah, Roman Roman kind of has to win. Well, Survivor Series is The Rock's 25th anniversary, so I mean, come yeah. on. And there was many a dude's 25th anniversaries. Do they show up? <laughs> well, yeah, the but The Rock's a megastar. Yes. You know what? That's fantastic. He he can be the megastar, but is he a megastar in professional wrestling? Yes. Okay. Is he a okay. megastar to prof- in professional wrestling to non-max? Yes. Okay, you're probably right. Okay. In, in, <laughs> has he been a megastar in wrestling in the last five years? Unfortunately. Somehow. Yeah. Yeah. He's just synonymous with wrestling. Yeah. Or at least WWE. Which, in a way, uh, sucks. Where is Survivor Series this year? uh, No, it's not Vegas. Yeah, it's SummerSlam. Have they they even announced it? I'll go go take a look right now. SummerSlam is in... That's in Vegas. Yeah. Uh, No, it hasn't said yet. Just says, uh, just says it goes up to SummerSlam. I don't see nothing about no Survivor. Series the yet. moment that they announced that Survivor Series is in Miami, then we know the Rock's coming back. Oh yeah, <laughs> that or Hollywood. Uh, actually, it may. Ooh, was that a rumor? Uh, Possibly it, Brooklyn. I'm only, I'm only hearing. I'm only speculating that as a rumor because I'm already hearing of fucking indies going bananas out here starting next week. Oh, yeah. So if indies are getting ready to go ham, I know at least the big wigs are looking to Cali to come this way. I'm hoping AEW is like, oh, it's about fucking time. Yeah. Well, um, the only thing I know about November and the fall is come back to end is, uh, you know, Riyadh. Riyadh, possibly. They're going back to Saudi. Uh, well, Ugh. according to Peter. Matt Men. It's so, it's so good. Uh, Matt Men is predicting Survivor Series will be in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. Because they were, I think they were thinking of um, taking SummerSlam back to Brooklyn. Well, you know, as they say, no sleep till Brooklyn. Mm, No Dwayne till Brooklyn. (laughs) All right. Main event for the 171st time. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre in a last chance hell in a cell match for the WWE Championship. Sorry, heck in a cell. 
Um, so if Drew loses, he cannot challenge Lashley for the WWE title until he loses the title. So right. if McIntyre wins, that means this feud would have to continue again. Oh, please. Yeah, please don't. Just kill it already. Uh, people are already starting to turn on Drew because he's constantly in the title picture, which is a shame because he's broke his back for the damn company over the past 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lashley has to win, move on from Drew, and gear up for whoever the hell he's facing at SummerSlam, whether or not it is Brock Lesnar. Oh, Brocky Brocks? Brocky Brocks in the boombox? I'm, I'm very... What's the word? Cautious about believing that it's going to be Bobby and Brock because every every year we have this rumor and every year Bobby Lashley is the only one that actually wants it. So, uh, whoever, whoever it is, I think it's time to move on from Drew now. So, Lashley to retain. Well, I mean, here's my gimmick on this whole bit because I want to always go towards Lesnar's going back to the UFC. But the reality is, is he hasn't he hasn't been a part of the testing pool in over a year. So I think he's done with fighting, which is, I don't want to say surprising, but uh, he's just tired of playing. I'm sure he's tired of playing the leverage game. Guy's fucking old as shit. Yeah, he's so, 43. Exactly. So if he wants to come back, it's going to, it's got to be now. Um, I mean, if they're fucking that desperate for stars, they'll do it, but it's not like Brock Lesnar is going to completely revamp your entire television. I feel like I feel like Drew has to win this because it's like, oh hey, we gave it to you in an empty arena to take it away from you in an empty arena, but now there are some people there, and now you should win again, and that's that's what I'm getting at. But I'm also thinking it's WWE, and they're full of marks. I think, and this they is poke the on the fly. Final pay per view in the Thunderdome. Yep. Final countdown. Oh, it's in the Thunderdome, eh? Yeah, last one. Oh, then We're saying goodbye Lashley to the Thunderdome. Yeah, Lashley's going to win that one. <laughs> that just because it's so, like, it's, I know what they want. They want to give uh, 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 Drew that, that fucking crowning moment with the people screaming and yelling. and this. Put him in the fucking PC then. Give him the 300 people. I don't want to fucking know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Money in the Bank is in uh, Texas. So this is the last pay-per-view in the Thunderdome. I see, yeah. Yeah, stick with Lashley. That fucker. Yeah. And Mike? I am going to say Bobby Lashley wins, and since uh, Drew McIntyre can't uh, face him, since he, as long as he's champion, I'm going to say McIntyre's going to be in Money in the Bank. Shout out what you think. I got Money in the Bank. So I'm going to say Lashley retains him. You know, I hope Drew doesn't win Money in the Bank because that'll just make people turn on him even more. Oh, absolutely. I do know that the last thing I saw from a Drew McIntyre interview and article, he does want to feud with Jinder Mahal. So, I mean, hey. hey. That's nice. History. Well, yeah, if done right, it can be good. Good. So, If anything is done right, it can be good. The only difference difference between me and Mr. Nine-Time Predictions Champion Mike is the um, Charlotte-Ripley match, which... I'm going to stick to. Hey, you... Here's the thing with you guys, and I love you guys to death, is you are my brothers. It's a bond on and on until the break of Dahon. But here's my thing with you guys. I said it, and I'm going to say it again. L.A. Knight. Yeah. You know what? 
I was so kicking myself because weeks ago I said LA Knight's going to win the million dollar title. Before it was even announced that it was going to be for the million dollar title. Before it was even a thing. Yes, you did. And then I was like, eh, well, you know what? Maybe Cameron Grimes is uh, getting Ted DiBiase on the side. Nope. Well, now, which we'll get into in a second. Now, yes. now. <clears throat> um, us. Before we do go on to more topics, it is now time, because we've done Hack in a Cell in 24 minutes, <laughs> it's that time of the week where we share the kind of posts that make wrestling fans look like idiots. This is shit Mark say. Get your head out your ass and have some common sense, you fuckers. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it! There's, I, I got one, and I got a little bit of a one this week, so I'll do a little bit of a one first, because this was a really quick one. Um, and it's very... It, it didn't lead to any, like, crazy back-and-forth conversations or anything, so somebody posted something about... Um, uh, Oh, what was it? Raw having, like, record low ratings again or something. And somebody commented, Well, it's better than NXT. Get the Excuse fuck me? out of here. You want to run that back one more time? <laughs> That's just comical. That's just comical. That, that just sums up this generation of WWE fans. Raw is the be-all, end-all, even though it's the suckiest, shittest fucking product going. You want to watch NXT, and I keep saying this, and I keep saying this to you, you, you son of a bitch Welshman, watch NXT UK, because it's one of the best damn things going. We got a new NXT UK women's champ, and Mako Satamora. No, no happy. My forever uh, no. champion. Uh, our boo. Our boo, man. She lost the title. Yeah, that's the title. But it was a great match. You know what I'm saying? You got Rampage Brown. You got Walter. You got Joe Coffey up in the mix. You know, Rampage Brown. They even have Joe Coffey. Hey, man. Oh, Lord. Gallus. It's great. Like, if you've not watched NXT UK, go and watch it. Because it's one of the best damn things going. I mean, unfortunately, it took Piper Niven off of it to go be with Eva Marie. And I hope her new name is not Duke. Do dit or whatever the fuck it is that they were you freaking you know having her rumored to be called now and I'm like no. Watch NXT and NXT UK. Don't fucking watch Raw. Okay, freaking talking about the be all end all man. NXT. There's there's nothing wrong with NXT. Okay, I mean well we're gonna obviously we're gonna talk about Samoa Joe being on there, Mm -hmm. but god dang man, NXT will keep your sanity because like I said. Main roster, eh, eh. Watch from NXT and NXT UK. You'll thank me later. And the second one was um, a, a group posted that Alexa Bliss's match this past week on Raw was her first actual wrestling match in 85 days. Yes. Somebody comments, she just wrestled Randy Orton. I'm sorry, that was not a wrestling Which... match. But well, it was a match, to which somebody replied, yeah, that was about 85 days ago. <laughs> to which I replied, dude, that was in March. It's now June. Well, I don't know how to count squares. Oh. See, again, <laughs> common sense. Do what I call that match a wrestling match, no. But it did happen, so you just, oh, dumbass. Dumbass, and might I add, it, a dumbass. It it it, it, it it wasn't match. Alexa Bliss is on record as having a victory over Randy Orton. I just, but, 
But the, I know. I know. The point was, it was her first match in 85 days, and this guy's arguing, but she just wrestled Randy Orton. Yeah, it was 85 days ago. Pal, I, I hate people. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I, got a, I got a little one. Okay. Okay, Mel. Because I had to do this one because it's, it's opinion based and all this other shit. So um, we also take over this last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Personally, my favorite match on that whole thing was the opener. I thought it was the oh, best worked one. I think um, I know what you're going to say. So anyway, exactly. Yeah, we're probably talking about the main. So I believe I posted this in the fucking group. Yeah. An uh, RWT and probably even in Max. And, and at first, you know, it just... I didn't want to make a big deal out of it. I honestly kind of wanted to just kind of have conversations with people like, okay, you know what? But I did not think I'd get fucking reamed by every goddamn WWE mark with Vince's cock in their mouth. So, uh, I don't know why people fucking blew up over I mean, let's be real here. I, I, I enjoyed the main event. I enjoyed the five-way. But if you're going to feed me a Roman Reigns match and not put it on SmackDown... Don't fucking do it because I don't want it. And that's exactly what that match was. It was it was Karrion Cross playing the part of Roman Reigns. I'm going to lay outside while these guys work their ass off and make shit look cool. And then that's what made the match so fucking great. Everybody in the place booed when Cross won. Even these fucking geeks at home that are defending him booed when Cross won. So he went out and I, he's, oh, it's my top five. It's the match of the year. It's the this and this. And I said, yeah, maybe for NXT. And I got four different people rushing at me with what matches are better. And the four matches I've named were Brian Cage versus Hangman Page, was the Young Bucks versus Pac and Omega. I mean, uh, no, uh, Pac and uh, Mox. Oh, not Pac and Mox. It was uh, Mox and Kingston. I did Thunder Rosa and uh, Britt Baker in that uh, uh, Lights Out match. And, and then I said Shingo and, and Osprey. And my the immediate response is so anything AEW does is immediately a better highlight than NXT. I said first off, I said Cage, I said Cage and Page. I said that was my opinion was a five star match. Now, granted, you can blame it on the crowd, I said, but they did nothing wrong. And I got the well, he fucked up the buckshot lariat. And I said, well, when you're fucking six foot and you're two hundred and ninety pounds, are you supposed to be able to flip like that? Well, I mean, uh, uh, Hangman could do it. Yeah, Hangman's a drunk who's done his, his whole <laughs> run. Okay, I said, do you feel anything when you're like? I had this whole conversation. Said, do you feel anything when you're drunk? Hell no, I'm gonna do flips too, pal. But when I'm a big, muscle, jacked up fucking dude, yeah, bro, my upper body's bigger than my lower body. So when I flip, I might buckle. It made sense. I'm sorry that these cats don't know storytelling for fuck's sake. It's just it went on to be this entire thing where it's AEW could shit in a napkin and you think it's chocolate or something like that was one of the comments and I'm like, I said hasn't fucking Vince McMahon been serving you guys shit for the last eight years and then you complain that everybody is leaving the company and you don't know why, and, and then the fucking comments went silent and then complain when they get another job. Hey, what are you going over there for? We like you over here. No. Fuck you guys, okay? This fucking product sucks ass. Everybody loved last night's NXT. Or, uh, what was it? Uh, Tuesday night's NXT. I mm. fucking fell asleep. I heard it was great. I had to watch. Once Samoa Joe wasn't on the screen, I didn't give a fuck. Not a single one. Not a half a one. 
it was it was as basic ass as basic ass. I didn't see the main. Other mm. than Joe, it sucked. Like it was it was it was an NXT. And I'm not saying that because I am a self-proclaimed AEW mark. All right, so I'll comment. Um, NXT was eh. I did enjoy Timothy Thatcher and and um, Tommaso Ciampa against uh, the Grizzly Young Veterans. Imperium squashed uh, Breezango. Um, I mean, the, Kashida did the open challenge. Everything else was kind of mad. The really big thing that came out of it was Samoa Joe. And that's, oh, that's why right. people... Uh, Blake Christensen's debut. Yeah, good for him. That was a great start. I did I did undermine that. Okay. All right. So I Hold enjoyed taking it, but I look at it uh, from a stance, too. Like, the only weak match for me was the Zia Lee Mercedes Martinez match. And it wasn't bad. It was good. That was the one I was going to have because it also builds to Mei Ying, who is, I believe, Karen Q against uh, Mercedes Martinez. It's not Mei Ying. No, 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 no. I love you to death, Mike. It's not Mei Ying. Meng. What I say? Meng. Her name is Mang. Why? Because the tongue and death grip. Because she's Mang. Oh, yes. Yeah. They don't want you to think of me, of Mei Ying. They want you to think of Mang. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tonga. Thank you, Haku. Thank you. There you go. All right. My fault. Thank you. All right. Mei let's, Yang. Uh, let's see some topics. And... Before, before we go anywhere, um, back to the original one. Um, I forgot there was also replies to me. Oh, which shit. from somebody who didn't really seem to understand what I was trying to say. So, after I told the other guy... Did you love that? Yes, it's hilarious. It's like, where the fuck did you come from, pal? Did you read the post? So, after I replied to the other guy that, yeah, that, that was in March, it's now June, uh, some other guy jumps in, yeah, months ago. So I reply, yeah, which is 85 days. And he says... Yeah, I'm aware you seemed not aware you were the one arguing. I said, no, I was responding to the guy who seemed to be arguing that her face in Orton was not so long ago. What? He replies, it wasn't to the fans. What? What? To which I finally reply, no, (laughs) but it was literally 85 days ago, which is what the original post is saying. What the the fuck do you want from me? What? I swear the fucking gave him the what treatment. What? What? Really bitch? Oh, boy. And with, like, how the boys get My My back. brain was literally going, what? What? Hey, it, fuck, dude, that's why I try to stay off Facebook after day. <laughs> I try so hard not... You know what, dude? Some of these fucking dweebs on TikTok got a bigger brain than some of these morons on Facebook. Oof. Mo, you pretty much left all wrestling groups except for Max and RWT. It's it's because I've realized that like this quote unquote unconditional love for WWE is is too much for me. Okay. I'm 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 a guy that watches their heyday, okay? I'm watching nineteen ninety six right now. I'm watching the you know Undertaker and I'm watching fucking Mankind Buried Alive. I'm watching fucking Sid and Shawn Michaels, you know, the fucking rise of Farouk. I'm watching all this shit. I am. And everybody craps on fucking WCW. Bro, every fucking week it's a better show. Every fucking week it's a better show. It's better wrestling. The storylines suck ass. The NWO is taking over the goddamn show. That doesn't get to be a little much, but at least the wrestling is better. 
And that's what I'm a fan of. That's what I constantly have to explain to every fucking dweeb and every other group. That if I was just a fan of sports entertainment, I'd probably be all over Vince's dick like the rest of them. Hell, get me a fucking a mat. I'll get my so I don't get my knees dirty. You know what I mean, where's where do you guys buy the knee pads at? But no, I'm I like professional wrestling. That's why when I I guess uh, refound Japan. It, it was huge, and it made such an impact that I can't watch wrestling any differently. Okay, I, if I don't know, if, I, if I'm not getting a storyline, it's going to backfire. And, and, and WWE is terrible with these storylines. But these motherfucking nerds on these Facebook groups will defend this cat like they're going to sign them to million-dollar contracts. Oh, if I don't defend Vince, I'll never get signed. Oh, well, fucking, but Vince has been doing it since this day. Oh, well, Vince and this, and oh, Vince and this, and oh, Vince and this. That company has been has been banking on its stars for years, and I'm bearing witness to it. Their two biggest stars right now are two tiny guys. One guy who's barely on fucking television. The other guy just got done fucking doing Playgirl. <laughs> Mind you, again, this is 96. So you told me girls bought that magazine. Exactly. (laughs) I love that spot. God damn you, Sean. But it's like, like I'm just now getting Steve Austin. We just got his new music. Mm. It's like there is, there's aspects to pro wrestling that are in early WWF, but early and current WWF and WWE are not pro wrestling. So it makes it hard for me to like it. And that's why I can't argue with these fucking dweebs every goddamn day. So yeah, I've left 90% of it. They could tell me some bullshit match with Eva Marie and Piper Niven. And people are dogging on Piper Niven because she's fat. All right, hold on. Hold on. I, I got a like, comment. Why? Bro, why shaming. are you not bagging on Eva, who's the worst fucking thing I've seen out there since a trash can? That's my problem. Is because <laughs> the only reason that they like her is because she's hot. Oh, who's Piper Niven? Okay, Piper Niven is a big girl. Yes, but she can work. She can move. And she I'll be honest, I think she's a cutie. You know what I'm saying? I like me some Piper Niven. That's a whole lot of beautiful woman right there. And for me, that's the problem, people. They just see her size and shape. And t- Piper Niven's like, yeah, I'm a big girl. So what? I love the attitude about it. You know what I'm saying? It's very, you know, I'm not going to be this anti-diva. I'm going to come out here. Look at me. I got the curbs. Curbs, the word spins the verb. Love is in curbs. So freak what you heard. I'm on another level. No diggity, no doubt. Got to bag it up. Black Street style. Take it back to 96. But God dang, man, let the girl work. Facts. See? That's what I'm saying. If people, if everybody was about this girl's size. I was, I mean, I'm like, about to argue that shit because that's the fucking truth. Everybody I, looks, they get the visual. I don't like it. This is why you motherfuckers hate everything else outside of this company because you I, need to look at something specific. If you motherfuckers saw Okada, you wouldn't know what to do with yourselves. That's the fucking thing that kills me. The guy that's the second coming of fucking Ric Flair as far as an in ring worker. But you, well, he's not a star. Does he look like John Cena? You remember, you know who got, you know he got bigger when he went to Japan, and he was a WWF guy. Go ahead, Mike. Tell him who. Tell him who the biggest star that WWF ever sent to Japan. Tell him that they only well, got bigger when he came back. Oh my God! Well, I'm gonna God say this. Hulk right. Hogan. 
I was about to say that, man. Why are you freaking stealing? I was about to I answer your. I was already on. You want to answer your own goddamn question? Why are you asking me the question? You know what I'm saying? Nothing changes but the changes. Just when they think I have the answers, I change the questions. You That's son right. of a bitch! I was going to answer your question with that. Yeah, I'm, like, Nick, I'm the dealer. Fucker. <laughs> so, but it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. Everybody fucking wants to wants to you know. Oh well, they never sent any bro. Like WCW used to fucking damn near live in Japan. That's why they got so fucking big with the cruiserweight division. Hell yeah. And then well, that's... WWE, like, we need a light heavyweight division. Yes. Oh, God. Those fuckers. And then they stole Tanaka. Well, you're <laughs> going to get Mr. Aguila, S.A. Rios, up in that when you cover that's... that. Moment. He's oh, cool. Yeah. I like him. He's just fucking really weird on the ropes. <laughs> he reminds me of a more controlled Hooventude. And that's not saying a lot, because Hooventude's fucking... Jesus Christ, this guy's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I will Thank say, you. Mo, by the way, how happy are you? Because Alex Coughlin's taking on Josh Alexander. Coming hey, up you s- first off, I seen that, and then I kind of just blew by it, and I was like, nah, I didn't, I didn't see it. I didn't pay attention. Then you said that to me, and I'm like, holy fuck, it's really happening. Okay, so Koji was a guy to go over there and do the job to help build the fucking relationship, because now we have their X-Division champ on New Japan strong. Good uh-huh. job, Koji. Let me take one for the team. You know, you know what I really hate is this mentality that whatever makes the most money is the best. WWE is the richest; they're the best. Raw has two million viewers; they're the best. Have you heard the kind of shit music that sells these days? Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank. Oh, what a fucking perfect example. Oh God, yeah. I couldn't have put it any better. Well, look at SummerSlam; they got Cardi B coming in hosting, and Cardi oh, B sucks. Fuck my ears. Oh, I love that. Thank you for that. Because you know what my wife said? Why the fuck does she need to be on a wrestling show? Thank you. She said she understood Bad Bunny because even he would say in interviews, I've always wanted to be a pro wrestler. And he would always talk about Lucha Libre. So it was like, okay, well, fuck it. The guy's got it. He's a fan. Cardi Cardi B ain't no goddamn fan. Well, she got into it with Carmella and whoever on a freaking Exactly. She doesn't even understand kayfabe. Like, dude, come on. Because you had an argument with one of the bronze on fucking Twitter, now you need to be a... a no. No. Stop. Yeah, okay. all we need next is Bow Wow to come in. All we need is Bow Wow. Because Actually, that's I want to see him just so needs can to, drop him. That's what WWE needs to do. Go ahead. Go, go sign celebrities. Have a celebrity wrestling promotion. Go do that. Get rid of your stars or your quote-unquote stars. Let, and then and just be the celebrity wrestling promotion. Go do that. I guarantee you, you'll make more money doing that than you will continuing this bullshit. Well, we did Let, have that Hulk Hogan celebrity championship wrestling. Hey, and I bet you it did something. Okay, I bet you it did more money than I don't know. Fucking, that's probably a lie. But anyway, the point. But it's just it's it's at the point now where it's like they're letting these guys, all these guys go. Everybody's saying that they're floundering all this talent. It's like, well, yeah, look at everybody else they want to bring in. They want to bring in guys for part-time stuff. Edge has a prominent role in this company, and the guy hasn't been on TV in months. I don't have anything against him. It's just this is what this company does. Rather than build stars, I'm going to keep recycling people from 20, 30 years ago. I'm going to get the pop from nostalgia. Hey, you're going to put over the young guy. That's going to make my young guy popular, right? No, because we don't give a shit about your young guy. Because you pushed him like shit. Or you pushed her like shit. Yeah. 
I'll go back to the dweebs for a second because, like, we were talking about Piper dweebs. Niven and stuff. These are the same dweebs that will dweebs. These are the same dweebs that'll be like, "Oh, why do you like Eva Marie? Because she's hot." Yeah, because she's hot. Because she's hot. Brother, I used to stop watching some of the wrestling matches back in the day because of these hot women because they suck. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't get me wrong. I'm all about me some curves. I like titties, you know what I mean? The whole everything. As one of my guys on fucking TikTok always says, he just takes a drink or something. Fucking love titties. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. But here's the gimmick. I also like wrestling my, with, you, my, with my titties, if you will. And in some instances, it's probably one of the titties on the side. And in some instances, I want to see him wrestle. And back in the day, I didn't want to see that. And definitely now, I don't want to see Eva Marie do a goddamn thing. I want to see her walk away. That's it. That's it. Sign me up for that. You can walk out and you can walk away, and I and I'll watch that. Fifteen watch seconds. That. <laughs> That's it. Fifteen seconds. I'll make, I'll make a gif out of that. Well, I hated right. that on Total Divas when they brought in her and JoJo, and I'll be honest, JoJo sucked too. But then you bring this girl in, she, and she already gets in trouble because she dyed her friggin' hair. She went from what, like black to brute red, and then she became all red everything, and she didn't get permission. And then she lied about being a good dancer and wanting to be with Fandango. And because she was, I hated her like from the start on that. That was show. hilarious. At, yep. At, at least JoJo had a talent. She she was a good uh, ring announcer. Yeah, she was. I okay. I'll take I'll take that back. Yes, you're correct. <clears throat> Oh shit! Did you guys mention that Vince is being sued? No. What? What? Vince and the WWE sued for three hundred million dollars on a stock sale because they did not report the Middle Eastern money. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. Well, if you fucking people think that they weren't going to sell to fucking NBC now. Who knows? I've been I've been hearing this rumor. I've been saying for the mm-hmm. longest time in my entire life, Vince will never sell. Vince will never sell. Vince will never sell. But he knows he's out of fucking tune. I don't think he cares. But if he sees money and he knows he's gonna keep losing money, he'll fucking take it. And as far as from what I've been hearing, they want to pay fucking like four billion dollars for this property. So I'm guessing we got more releases coming then. Might as well. That's fine with me. Look how many other guys out there that can go anywhere else and do great. Uh-huh. Speaking of Middle East really quickly, here's my problem that I also had because we didn't mention it feels so good to be back in Riyadh. Jetta, Mansoor's <laughs> on Raw, and Ali's been like what? trying to, tell him to do this stuff. What? He's what? He's where? He's on Raw? Mansoor's on Raw. he was from Saudi Arabia, and I thought that's oh. where he lived. Feels so good to be on Raw. Well, they Raw. they haven't done any blood money shows in over a year, so he's got to do something. Somebody call him on foot. But no, they have oh, Ali getting fat. I have Ali coming up to with matches and stuff, and I'm like, of course they put the Saudi Arabian with the Muslim. Oh, damn, that's it's fucked up, but it's the truth. Vince, I hate to say it like that. I know, but it's the truth. Vince, nobody will realize that, right? <laughs> Fitz is the ultimate prick fucker. <laughs> I was like, no, because he's like telling him, oh, you got to watch out for Drew Gulak. Trust me, I've seen him because Monsor beat Drew Gulak with a fucking roll-up. And then freaking, like, he's commenting, he's like, you should do this, you should do that. I'm like, the, 
I, I, I don't care. All right. I, I don't care. Ali went from being a great cruiserweight and having great ass matches of being awesome. Then he did that retribution bullshit. And now he's just with Mansoor because again, hate to say it like this, but I'm gonna, you put the Saudi Arabian with the Muslim, like nobody was going to notice, but I did. That's why knowledge is in the championship and knowledge is in my title. You prick fucks. And yes, Moses Marquez, I just stole your line. I'm yeah, sorry. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> All right, before we go to the topic, Tron, you are listening to Mac Wrestling, and if you prefer your podcast in audio form only, we are on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and CastBox. And of course, on KTN, Click Talk Network. And... Trivia Takeover 6 Mortal Conflict is next week, week, and I'm looking more forward to it than heck in a cell. On June 22nd and 24th, it is the one time a year where the Knowledge Champion is backed against the wall. The second annual Champions Chase match begins on Tuesday as Chad Malcolm, LJ, Moses, and Travis will look to outrun Mike Larkin, and if they do, Whoever survives will team up to challenge for the knowledge title on Thursday. If they manage to defeat Mike, they will then, of course, fight it out to become the new knowledge champion. This is exactly what happened last year as Travis and Phoenix went head-to-head after defeating Moses. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Phoenix... That bird fucker. That bird fucker. He has had the biggest leap <clears throat> in the last six months, laying claim to every available championship. Now he just has to defend the last two he has left. The queen of RWT, Moni Lin, will be challenging the Phoenix for the Max Wrestling World Championship. They have never faced each other before. No, no, no. It's fresh. Fresh like the cabbage. And it's, cool the... Like, man, it's fresh and exciting. It's so exciting to me, babe. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And after finally winning the promo championship in January, the Phoenix will have to defend against the very same person he defeated for it, the current king of the mic, Moses Marquez. Fucking ain't right, asshole. Yeah, bird fucker. Coming for you. You bird fucker. Think of it this way. If you lose, then then you would still defend your crown in King of the Mike. So either way, you know it's what? a win-win. Either way, there's history. Because if Phoenix retains, he will go on to become the second longest reigning promo champion the following week. Nice. If Moses regains, he will be the first two-time promo champion. Oh, it's a win-win, bro. It is. That's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at right now. It's, I, I'm looking at it like this thing where, like I've talked about with other people... Uh, I felt like for the longest time, my biggest rivalry as far as uh, promos go was Trav. It seems to have uh, morphed itself into a bird fucker, which is fine. Um, I mean, he's he's him and I have like we've gone back and forth. I feel like it's we're not. I feel like the first two, we didn't exactly bring the best of each other. And now it's like, hey, we've been sitting, we've been stewing. Now's the time. And I feel like this is the one that's going to be the end all be all. And it's going to prove who the rightful champ is but either way whether people like it or not i'm leaving with some kind of gold whether it be my crown or whether it be his belt i'm leaving with gold and i ain't mad at that now let's be honest you just like calling him a bird fucker bird fucker absolutely <laughs> my favorite new line and there is more promo action with no championships on the line of course the demon s is just dead bodies just she yeah she's just looking for dead bodies as she takes on all three members of ryan squared ryan taylor ryan sutcliffe and louis sutcliffe 
in the first ever three-on-one promo exhibition. And speaking of Ryan Squared, you may want to tune into the season finale to see a little bit of an invasion. We got something for your fucking ass. Um, it's all right here next week on YouTube, Facebook, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening right now. Same place next week on Tuesday and Thursday. For more information, go to maxrassing.net slash takeover6. Way to put the pressure on me there, bro. Talk about 2017 with my reign in there and the sudden death, you son of a bitch. You're welcome. Yeah. What would we be without our history? Yeah, man. I got you, bro. I got you. See how it is. Yeah, four years ago, um, yesterday was Trivia Takeover 2, uh, where Mike retained wow. the knowledge title in Four sudden years death. In controversial sudden death, if I remember rightly. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently yeah. your question was easier. Oh, my God. Don't don't remind me of that. That still was funny because of the reaction afterwards, <laughs> but still controversial. It's <laughs> Sabotage! The original Sabotage! sabotage. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. Listen to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we are about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. And we're about to take it to the Max. It is time to reveal the last two matches of the brackets in the first round of the King of the Mic. As previously announced, it will begin in two weeks with Cypher versus The Walker, a rematch from last year's King of the Mic. The following week, it is Chris Maldonado versus The Demoness. <laughs> I know, I know. So. Uh, we do know that the final spot will go to either Moses or the Phoenix, whichever leaves Trivia Takeover without the promo championship. The third match in the first round is current Iron Bank holder, money maker Chris Durham versus oh, wicked, one half of Ryan Squared, Ryan Sutcliffe. First now, time. Go, go ahead, Mike, before I announce the last one. That's the first time ever. That's the first time ever. It is first time ever. First, first time... For Chris and Ryan in the tournament. Yes. I mean, Chris almost won the predictions title the other night, man. He was one prediction away from winning that predictions title. Yeah. And now he's still the current Iron Bank man. Dude's guy coming out for me or uh, the promo title one. And he is, of course, one of the promo bowl winners last year. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. So, now originally the fourth match was going to be Moses slash Phoenix versus Chad. Chad. But... Unfortunately, Chad, Chad is no longer in the King of the Mike tournament, so we uh, we will uh, we'll we'll announce the final entrance next week. Ah, it's all it's all been a bit short notice, so come back to find out who the final entrant in the King of the Mike is. Uh, yeah, thank you, Eric Young. 
Okay. Coming out of nowhere, there, guy. So that that that's your almost complete first round for King of the Mike twenty twenty one. I like the way you put that. You're almost complete. I like your style, Dazzy Dangerously. <laughs> well, yeah, that that is your almost complete first round of this year's tournament. It begins the first so of July. So pretty much what you're saying is the King of the Mike tournament is like Cisco. Without your girl, my life is incomplete. So right now, the tournament is incomplete. Yeah, it, it it's like a jigsaw and there's one piece missing. Mm-hmm. Now By then. the way, that's, that's son of a bitch Chad, man. That's son of a bitch Chad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know why he's dropped out, but uh, I'm guessing something to do with just losing a little bit of passion for podcasting. WWE is killing his wrestling spirit as it is killing us all. That's why we start watching it. I want to uplift his spirits, man. He's going for the knowledge title, too. I'd like, we'd like to uplift his spirits, bring him up, raise him up, Josh Groban style, man. You raise me up. Well, we're uh, going to continue to kill people's spirits now because first up on the topic, Tron, for these this next 10 minutes, unless we decide to move on, is Piper Niven's debut as the bodyguard of Eva Marie. I didn't oh, watch it. Obviously, I didn't watch it, protege. but obviously I heard about it. Protégé. Protégé. Get the fuck out of here. Um, now, when I first read about it, and actually from the first photo that I saw of them backstage, they kind of made her look, um, like a little childish, so I thought, oh, is this some kind of Eugene gimmick? But apparently it's not. Well, but then I, I also saw the name that was, uh, rumored for her, which is Dewdrop. Well, thankfully, I hope that's Wow, a- what the fuck? I- Enlighten so- us, Mike. Well... <laughs> I was I, the reason why I said I had to dispute that is because so that's kind of how she's been like dressing in NXT like the attire the blue stuff but I, I didn't know about the ears thing that she had on top of her head so her attire is pretty much similar to what we've seen in NXT UK the dewdrop thing I don't even know what the hell a dewdrop is to be honest with you and I don't want to know what it is I'm just hoping that's not the, that's not her name but yeah they have her come out and like I said she squashes Naomi man like there's a shoulder tackle there's a headbutt there's a running elbow. There's a friggin' running crossbody. Then there's the Piper Driver, one, two, three. The announcers didn't even put over the fact that, you know, who is this mystery girl? Who's her mystery friend? Who is this woman? It's Piper F. and Niven. Like, they, they don't watch NXT UK. Like, she wasn't in the same Mae Young Classic that Tony Storm, Kaylee Ray, and Kyrie Sane, and Shayna Baszler, and all these women were in. Like, we're not supposed to know who the hell Piper Niven is. So then they have Eve Marie announce herself as the winner. Then she's all happy like a schoolgirl because she won the damn match. She's hugging Eve Marie. Eve Marie's being her bitch-ass self. I sense bitch-ass this up in here. Uh, you smell it? I do. So it's just, ugh. Would, like, would... yeah. Piper Niven, it's good because she's on the main roster, and I like Piper Niven. I think she can have amazing matchups. But you're putting her with Eve Marie. And like I said before Moses came on the call, I could see her and Eve Marie becoming the next women's tag titles and women's tag team champions, if you will. Uh, would you like me to tell you what a dewdrop is? What the hell's a dewdrop? It's a small amount of morning moisture. Of course, they'd have that be her fucking name. Eva Marie. <laughs> I fucking hate this company. Uh, I, I guess that's the urban definition of it. It's also just like a small drop of rain. Like, literally a drop. Hold on. Rest in peace, BJ Tom Thomas. Why don't you just have her come out to raindrops keep falling on my head? <laughs> but that doesn't mean all I was early turning red. Crying's not for me. Rest in peace, BJ Thomas. 
Mo comment on it, man. Piper Niven. I think I already said my piece with the whole thing. I mean, but it's just, it's again, it, this is in WWE fashion. Hey, look, we have somebody who knows how to work. You're now in charge of somebody that doesn't know a paper bag from their asshole. Yeah. So there you go. But they're going to be and your mentor. Oh, yeah, because she's so full of mentorship. If you can't hear the bullshit in that one, I'm not trying hard enough. I said it's Miz Daniel Bryan 2010. Daniel Bryan playing the role of Piper Niven and Miz playing the role of Eve Marie. Oh, God, I didn't think of it like that. At least the, like, the, the overly, could wrestle, though. <laughs> the overly yeah. experienced guy that nobody knows against the dweeb from fucking the real world. I love it. But the difference, like Daz said, so eloquently there, Miz could actually wrestle. Eve Marie can't true. wrestle. She can't I mean, wrestle to save her fucking years. life. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now 15 years in, Miz has finally gotten a little bit better, but but yeah, at least he can go to a degree, unlike wait, Eva. Wait, Dazzy. Hello. You look at what you forgot to say. Yes, hello. You forgot what you said on Twitter, <laughs> man, when you was talking about being undefeated. And then what you I do, why? Take more L's than Tetris. What I do, why? Yeah, um, gosh, I mean, I, I will give her credit for one thing. She is great at grinding people's gears because she knows how much people can't stand her yeah um so she posts on twitter after the match uh, that she's still undefeated because somehow uh, i mean you you mentioned it mike and it still doesn't make sense that piper never won the match but it goes on eve marie's win record for some what the fucking reason um with eve marie semantics with eve marie yeah so because of those shenanigans she is still quote undefeated um, she's never been undefeated. Like, no. uh, so I looked up like her match record, and yeah, okay, like ninety percent of her last thirty matches were on live events, so technically they don't count. But uh, her last televised match, she lost. She lost several matches before that. It was just lost, 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 lost. And so I'm like, under what? You're not undefeated. You've never been undefeated. You know, when it comes to Eve Marie and the L column, you know what I got to say to that since you said it so eloquently before the nation there? There's a fucking surprise. There's a fucking surprise. Love it. What'd you say to me? What'd I say? Why? I'd say why? Why? (laughs) I'll hold you in contempt. Well, there's a fucking surprise. (laughs) Uh, Okay. You know what? Let's move on. Moving on. Moving on. Moving now. Moving right along outside. I feel like Fozzie Bear and Kermit in the Muppet movie saying that, man. Moving on along. Moving right along. <laughs> All right. Um, next up, we've already kind of covered this as well, but we can get into it a little bit more now. Uh, of course, Samoa Joe is now William Regal's technically bodyguard and NXT. He's so, um, sheriff. The sheriff, yes. Very much Stone Cold Co GM uh, 2004. Like, so yes, it was spoiled all weekend that Samoa Joe was going back to NXT. Naturally, I was a little uh, pessimistic towards believing it because it's, you know, dirt sheets. But again, sometimes they're right. Most of the time they're wrong. As Harold said, take it over a pinch of salt, which I did. The thing is, the thing that grinds me about dirt sheets is everybody immediately believes them. What really grinds my gears? Like it's all over social media. Samoa Joe's going back to NXT. Just hold on. You don't know for sure yet. But he did. Um, mm. <clears throat> so I, was, I didn't watch NXT live, but I watched it the next morning. 
and instantly all I saw was pictures of Samoa Joe, and I'm like, well, that's, that's spoiled again. So originally I thought he did become the new GM until I watched the segments, and William Regal was amazing, like, tears in his eyes, like, choking on his words and everything. He, he so good. A hell of a promo. Yeah, I actually, oh, shit, he really is leaving. Um, and then, of course, he offers a job to Samoa Joe. Joe says no. Um, and William Regal basically says, you can kind of be a co-GM, but you're not allowed to hit anybody unless you're provoked. Oh, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, crap. And then he was like, let's prove it. I know, I cheered for that. Karrion <laughs> Cross's reaction. <laughs> you can't lay a finger on anyone <laughs> unless provoked. Oh, shit. <laughs> I know that face change was the best. Um, but yeah, as you, as you said earlier, Samoa Joe was the best part of NXT. Everything else kind of felt like a normal episode, and then every time Samoa Joe was on screen, it felt special. That it did. Um, especially choking out Adam Cole. Yes. <laughs> and yes. Kyle O'Reilly's just being held back by like two security guards, not even trying to get past him. Like, I ain't fucking with Joe. Nope, I'm not doing it. Somebody else do it. Oh man, everybody should uh should have a a colleague like Samoa Joe. So you know, William Regal can talk as much shit as he wants, but if anybody talks back, you got you got to deal with Joe. Trust me, ain't nobody trying to deal with Joe. <laughs> um, how long does this go on? Is Joe ever getting back in the ring, or is this it? Uh. From my sources, now granted, my source is uh, the guy that everybody likes to shit on because he's been doing this job since the 70s. But uh, Let's stay quiet, Mike. He, I'll just say, I'm not going <laughs> to go into no craziness to calm down, Mike. No, I just was, uh, he was saying from the jump that the second he was released, the only person that wanted to bring him back in a hurry was Triple H. Mm-hmm. Apparently that story is very true. And he was like, we know you can't wrestle. So they wanted to put him in an authority role, but they want to leave the ability for him to come back to wrestling if he needs to do like a couple of, you know, like four or five different random matches. Yeah. Apparently he's only got like 10 left in the tank. Like I definitely got vibes of a a future match between him and Cross. That's fine. But they damn near kill each other. Or him and uh, who was the other dude he stared down? Pete Dunn. Peter Dune. Yeah, him and Peter Dune. I think that'd be fucking just gnarly. They'd both be bangers if Joe was in his prime, but with how, uh, I hate saying it, but with how injury-prone he's been in WWE, I'm really scared about seeing him get in the ring with two guys that are that stiff. Yeah, especially Pete. Pete's not a, a not, well, he's, he can tone it down if he needs to, but. When you go against Joe, I'm sure you're gonna want to lay this shit in. Oh yeah, because he's gonna because Joe's gonna lay it in him's damn self. So I, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing him and Adam Cole. I think that'd be fucking great. Um, God, I'd love to see him and Kyle O'Reilly. I think that'd be fucking fantastic. But I mean, like that's the problem though, because I'm I'm with you. The 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 idea of this kid getting hurt. Because, you know, he has been just absolutely injury-prone since leaving NXT. And he's just gotten hurt, gotten hurt, gotten hurt, gotten hurt. And there's nothing we could have did, or I don't know. And now it's like, you're fucking dangling the carrot in front of me, damn it. <laughs> and I want to see this guy kill some fuckers. 
So I mean, I, I I hope he I hope he can. I hope he stays healthy to do it. I hope maybe he gets in a little better shape. You know, figure it out. I I would love to see you back in the ring, but for right now, as the sheriff, as they say, I I don't mind it, not one bit. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. Like I said uh, to Travis, actually, it very much reminds me of Stone Cold as a co GM in 2004 when he couldn't get physical with anyone unless physically provoked, and I loved that whole thing. Um, especially when it was like Shane McMahon and Coach, and Coach was taunting Stone Cold, and Shane just shoved him into him and like, well, he's been physically touched. Kick his ass. Yeah. Now I need now I need Joe to, to roll down the ramp uh, in a in in a office chair yes. drunk, and then I need him to fucking <laughs> beeline a goddamn four wheeler to the ring to cut some shit off. <laughs> Sign me up. Oh, uh, yeah. Stone Cold Sheriff Stone Cold was so much fun. Oh God, he was he was so great. And like, then he like he would just like sit on the mic half the time, and it was just like, "Yep, okay, I'm I'm not gonna argue with this. This is great." Yeah, that was that was also the time he uh, shut down Triple H's entrance. Oh yeah, that shit was. You're <laughs> not gonna spit out your water. We got I stuff see to that talk shit about. On TikTok every other day. I swear <laughs> to God, I swear to God, I'm like, this is great. And somebody was like. Oh, bro, this is like the heart of the Attitude Era. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking idiot. Get out of my face. Yeah. Like, leave. Like, are you kidding me? Like, no, bud. This was not the Attitude Era. This was past the Attitude Era. I think my favorite quote from that segment was, I ain't got time to watch you spit that stupid water all over the crowd. Yes. It's just (laughs) great. I believe Vince was in the ring like, why are you yelling at him? Like, why can't he do his thing? (laughs) I'm I'm just impressed. Triple H just like held a straight face and kept that mouthful of water in his mouth the whole time. I, again, I, I I'm I'm watching trips and I'm like, dude, I know you to be such a jokester. Now it's hard to watch you be as serious as you are. And I'm sure it's gonna be even worse when I get into like the 99s and shit. But I can't look at this fucking guy and not think of the 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 overly shocked face. From a couple weeks ago when he was in the back with uh, with Poppy and fucking <laughs> Loomis. Like, he's the overzealous dad, and then he was beyond shocked. I can't leave that. I can't leave that. There's no more. There's no other Triple H in my mind now. There's just Uncle Paul. Yeah, Uncle Paul. <laughs> Uncle Paul is cool with me. He, he's cool and until he gets on to a, a conference call. You know, they're not as bad. It's just you can tell that he's trying so hard not to give a straight answer. Mm. So I got to give you the the business answer. And I'm like, oh, fucking you guy, you. (laughs) This is why I stopped listening to these goddamn media calls. I enjoy them. I mean, my boy Adam Hopkins there doing the damn thing on the moderating side of things. But God dang, man, every time Triple H, like you said, is on there, he goes for the corporate answer. You know what I'm saying? He can't say how he really feels, but he gives the old business corporate thing. And I know um, Thunder Rosa and Tony Khan got upset because he said, and when he was promoting the NXT thing that got taken way out of context, like, yo, the best women's wrestling is in WWE and on the NXT brand. I mean, he was just promoting and hyping it up. And then Thunder Rosa with the whole, um, you know, you know, well, the women's wrestling comes from all different, you know, places, which I understand where she was coming from. But then Tony yeah. Khan, like, it's not that big of a deal to you know, blow up. I understood where he was coming from, though. Well, yeah, I mean, every company bigs up their, their roster. It's kind of their job. Yeah. I'm about yeah. to say, you're a promotion. You're meant to like, promote. How many times has Impact posted like a group photo at a knockouts division and said, we got the best women's division in the world? 
Every pay-per-view. Every pay-per-view, yes. Every, every year. Every pay-per-view. God damn, Mike. <laughs> no, nobody gives <laughs> well. They do it every show. Well, they do it every show. It's like, oh, here's Sue Young, Kimberly, Havoc, and everybody. Let's take a group photo. Cheese. You know what I'm saying? It's like, give me the old E picture. I feel like Mini-Me. E. That's what they do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I love it. You know, you mentioned Minnie Me. I was thinking more like Austin Powers photographer. You're a tiger. Girl. Yeah, baby. I'm not even shooting right now. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> and I'm spent. I had to show my. Okay, I have this is a little random embarrassment. My, my, my parents, my wife, and my, uh, my stepdaughter are not exactly like the biggest movie watchers ever. Mm-hmm. So I've been going down the lines of just a bunch of ple- a plethora of movies that made my childhood: Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Uh, what was uh, what was a few other ones? Waterboy, uh, Chad. Waterboy was a great one, but they've already seen that one. So, but we had to rewatch it. Um, and then I got to we did Jim Carrey, so we did The Mask. We did a couple other ones, and then now we're now we're leaning towards some new ones, and it's like okay, like. What's the shit we need to get into here? We did the OG Star Wars, which I swear to God, everybody falls asleep to. Which that's their problem, not mine. I fucking love them. But now it's like it's insulting. It is though. You see, you, you see what I have to deal with. This is what I have to deal with. Right? You can fall asleep to the prequels. No, you no, know maybe what? not the first one. Asleep. You can fall asleep to the new ones for all I give a shit. The pre, well, you know, yeah, definitely the last. You can one. Fall asleep during the Phantom Menace. I, 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 I will defend The Phantom Menace against Attack of the Clones. Really? Episode 2 is the worst. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Like, at least I'm Episode 1 had Maul. And a badass duel at the end. Everybody hates Jar Jar, though. I, I can ignore him. He, that he's... Isn't, honestly, the whole underwater thing was so shitty. <laughs> And I'm like, I, yes. bro, the, the stuff from the 80s was, like, way better than this. Yes, I hate Jar Jar, but not enough to ruin the movie for me. I'll blow your mind. You know Jar Jar Banks is a Sith Lord? No, let's not get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, is Ready to Rumble in that list that also made your childhood, Mr. Moses Marquez? Ready it's to Rumble there, is in the... every list ever. Absolutely. Uh, it's on there. My stepdaughter refuses to watch it because she'd rather not watch anything wrestling based unless it's actual wrestling because she says that she doesn't want to tarnish the idea of wrestling with a wrestling movie. So I'm like, crap, there's got to be a yeah, good wrestling but, movie out there. But Jimmy King versus DDP was the best main event ever. It really was. Though. It was crazy. Well, I mean, there's the wrestler. I've, I've thought about that one. I really have. But then I'm like, is that too much of like real life? You know what I mean? Because like he that that one is like is as good of a wrestling story as you can tell. Yeah. And so I'm like, it ah. is a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that too. It does get randomly uncomfortable. You know what I mean? His whole seizure thing, his ripping roids, fucking hanging out in strip clubs. Oh yeah, banging a stripper and doing coke in the, uh, that that scene is like, what the fuck are you doing, Ram? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So I mean, uh, no, I mean, Ready to Rumble will get there. I'm sure that'll be there. But yeah, there's, it's, they're not movie watchers, bro. So I got to do, I got, we got to do like all the classics. Mm. I got to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, you got to do True Lies. 
Yeah, you see, Mike, upon the next uh, the next net picks when we get round to it, our next topic is never before seen. Uh-oh. I already got my two, man. There, I got. I did see one that looked pretty good. That was from like a few years ago. I forgot which what the hell it was called, but I got to look. It's on YouTube on the free ones. And then there was one I saw, Thirteen Ghosts, oh. which I remember as a kid. What? I love finding free movies on YouTube. Yep, I did 13 see Thirteen Ghosts is great. That's I haven't seen it. I've seen it in bits and pieces. I'll we'll talk about it more on Netflix. But I do remember going to Blockbuster for all those kids that never got to go to Blockbuster nowadays. Y'all know don't even know what that's like. What the fuck Blockbuster. What? You know what? Watch the South Park episode with the, with the last ever Blockbusters. Oh yes, <laughs> great episode. I'd rather watch the Amanda Show with Block Bleaster and all that good stuff, man. They, they don't know about Block Bleaster or Block. Well, these are much better. Much better. <laughs> there you go. That's what you fucking dad should be showing your kids. Go show them the cartoons you used to watch. That'll really scar them. Ah, uh, okay. Um, next topic, possibly the last one, um, because we're probably just going to go off onto AEW on this one. Um, Cody was advertised to have a huge announcement on Friday Night Dynamite, and it turned out to be uh, the debut of Brock <clears throat> Anderson, uh, Aaron Anderson's son, who is now going to team with Cody. Let me just like, say one thing about this Brock Anderson fella. He better be the best goddamn cook I've ever fucking had around because those goddamn shoes scream I'm the best cook at any cook out there's ever been. He also looks exactly like his fucking dad. Yeah. He's only in his 30s. And I mean exactly like his fucking dad. The ma- the mannerisms are just like... Is that... Is that are we just seeing like young Arn Anderson superimposed like, on the back screen the right future? now? <laughs> I was like, are we back in 78 when fucking Arn had hair? Yes. Uh, he had hair in the 80s. But still... <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to see what Brock can do, but it was just like, you advertised a special announcement for this. So just, mm-hmm. I, I, I love Cody. I think he gets way too much hate um, because he's he's well on his prime. He's, he, there's no reason why he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. Um, it's Everybody just like... hates my man Corey because you gotta, why can't you just lose? Why can't you just lose? But this is the thing. He has lost some matches. Exactly. You fucking act like this guy's undefeated. You act like he's beaten every goddamn champion there's ever fucking been. I know. I also go back to the point he made sure very early on that he could never win his own world championship. Oh, that's a constant joke I had to fucking hear every other day. He only said that so that way when there's the uh, a heel champion, he'll be the guy to go. I'm like, dude, there's a heel champion now. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Like, you fucking marks are stupid. So, as as much as I love Cody and I will defend him, just stop announcing every upcoming promo as a special announcement. Like, we you know, know there's a... You know there's a new another special one coming Friday, right? Yeah, we know Cody can cut a great promo. You don't need to pre-announce it every week. That what that reminds me of? Remember Dixie Carter would come up yes. with a big announcement? He's and already just... being compared to Dixie. Oh, yep. fuck. I'm making a special announcement on Impact this week, and it's shit. I want a sarsaparilla. Take it down to Dixie land. Woo-hoo! Wow. But I love it. Um, <laughs> but, I mean... I. I don't. I don't want to know. I don't. I don't think they're gonna do a special announcement, quote unquote. But there has been shit going all over social media 
Um, I mean, there's already people thinking that it's going to be a redesign of the AEW title, and I think it's just now they're nah. finally releasing the replicas. Yeah. So um, I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm, I can finally go buy one. I've definitely seen the uh, the replicas being teased, so I see no reason why they would change the design. Good. That, also, I'm, I think they're pretty much too focused on designing the trios titles right now. Oh, that should be basic. Make them basic. And then that's another thing I keep hearing about. Well, the, the, the only do is have title. I'm like, 24-7. Yeah, Enough WWE's set. got like 37 belts. I was like, dude, you guys have two sets of tag team titles. You have two world titles. Two mid-card titles. Two they, women's titles. A women's tag team title. And a new women's tag team title because they couldn't be bothered to make them, to keep them on all three brands. That's right, because now NXT has their own brand too. Like, Fuck. Stop bitching about them bringing in stuff. It's called giving guys something to work towards. I think I oh. was talking to um, one of the newer guys in RWT, and he had brought up the idea of like a cruiserweight title. I'm like, well, I said, not to be that guy, but on the indies, we call it a juniors title. We don't call it cruiserweight. It's something WWE does. Mm. It's an in, it's a juniors title. I would absolutely love. If AEW brought in a juniors title, is is a juniors and a trios maybe a little overkill? Yeah, sure, but how many titles New Japan it. got? Exactly, how many titles New Japan have? I mean, granted, they just merged to one, but and it sucks. The point is, is how they have their belts out there is they make it work for everybody. When mm -hmm. you're a six man, like you're known as a normally as a six man tag guy or whatever, but you're getting a lot of recognition. You're getting main event spots on shows because you're a title holder. You know, look at John. John's still the IWGP US heavyweight champ. Nobody talks about that shit. He's not defending it. I mean, does it suck? Yeah, sure, whatever. But I, he still has the belt. The point is, is all, all these marks complain about these belts because oh, they're they don't stop making them. Who cares? You know why they are, don't care? Are Moxley? people being shown off? That's what matters. You know why they don't complain about Moxley? Why is this? Because he's a former WB guy? You know what, though? There's there's actually only nine championships in New Japan. Oh, there you go. You know how many is in WWE? How many? <laughs> I don't know if this includes the million-dollar title, but there's 21. Fucking well, shitballs. Well, is the 24-7 one, like, discontinued ever since Tozawa snuck up on R-Truth? No, he's still reigning champions. Who, R-Truth or Tozawa? Uh, Tozawa. Tozawa, yes. Or as my mom used to call him, Tozawa. That used to make me laugh. Um, so yeah, it includes 24-7. It includes NXT UK titles. Mm -hmm. And it does include the million-dollar championship. What? <laughs> I'm just going to keep doing that because you got so mad at the crowd with the, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, we've done it like once or twice, but they were doing it every, it was like. Yeah, and then so was fucking Wade Barrett all goddamn night. It was like, yeah. it was like Seth Rollins and Ziggler with uh, the countdown clock when they were having an Iron Man match in Cleveland. Oh, and yeah. they kept doing the countdown when there was no reason to. Um, oh, no, and then they, the, the, yeah. Um, but it was like every every minute, every thirty seconds, some random asshole was going, "Yeah," just because LA Knight was in the ring. This like, is okay, why I hate it's this it's funny once or twice, but when you keep doing it for the whole match, it's annoying as fuck. 
It really is, and then it doesn't help that, like, this guy sucks. You really don't like L.A. Knight. I, I didn't hate the match. I know you don't like L.A. Knight, a.k.a. Eli Drake. I, not... I want to. I want to like this guy. I do. But there is a thing that in pro wrestling that you can do, and it kills your momentum, and it's called trying too hard. This guy is trying too hard. I've said it for weeks. I've said it for months. I probably started saying it last year. He is the rock and stone cold combined on the microphone while trying to look like mini John Cena. He's trying to check every box at once and he can't even work. Well, he beat the crap out of Debussy this week on NXT. Well, My I yeah. beat shit out of an old man too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sal Mandini. Yeah, that's right. And well, he, he wants to wrestle, so I don't know about it. I kicked an old guy in the face. Crazy son of a bitch is trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to do it with the accent that Trav hates. He's trying to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Forget the clock. We're just we're just talking randomly now from topic to topic. Um, yeah, that was unexpected. Turning on uh, Debussy. Yeah. Uh, you know what? No, 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 it wasn't. It just, I felt like that was what was going to happen. It was either going to happen during the match or it was going to happen the night after. I just knew that in some way, shape, or form, uh, Grimes was going to end up with DiBiase, and it was just going to, it was just going to manifest itself. And now you have Grimes chasing this million dollar tie. I don't, I don't like it, but it, at least it's a storyline that makes sense. And Grimes got a hell of a pop. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Over baby face like a motherfucker. The, See? the, the most over rich person I've ever seen. <laughs> this, I, I kind of thought the opposite. I thought uh, DiBiase was going to be the one to turn on Drake and help Grimes win the title off LA Knight. Nah, it's too innocent. Like I said, I, I had a funny feeling. Like I had that weird feeling that if he was going to get involved, it would have been during the match. And you would have seen like Grimes climbing up. And he, he just would have been like, not you, kid, and push the ladder over or something. But that didn't happen, so he kind of just wanted to let it play out. It played out, and, and now it's now it's a thing. Now it's not just a, we're fighting over the belt. Now it's a feud. You disrespected legend, and now I'm going to kick your ass. You cross the line. You're going to pay. Exactly. You're going to pay on the way to the boom. Okay, so... I know we said the rest of the show was a, little, a bit average, but Samoa Joe and this segment, everything else was a bit average. There you go. Samoa Joe was the shit. So was this. Um, but yeah, oh man, I hate not being able to talk about Dynamite properly because there's a new episode tomorrow night. And then next week, I think, it, did you say it's Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. Now yeah, they're that's all how we got. We have... Yeah, we got Friday this week, Saturday next week. That's going to include uh, Kenny Omega and Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Then that following Wednesday, they're back. So July. The NBA finals, because the NBA Finals oh. will be happening on ABC. I'm so happy NXT is on a different night now because that means they're going to be coming back to Wednesdays the same week as Great American Bash. Yep. Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, you're right. Um, Isn't that on a Tuesday, though? Yeah, yes. exactly. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, like last year, I think the bash was like the first time NXT beat AAW. Yeah, because yeah, they just brought they back the Great American Bash. Show? Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> you see, it, Yo. it's it's funny when it makes sense, but when you're just randomly yelling, yeah, it makes no sense. Well, that, well first of all, that's us, and we're funny guys. Yeah, we're, there you we're go. The bird fuckers. There you go. Mike gets it. Bird fuckers. So, <laughs> but no, I was going to say to you guys is the fact that what do you, well, you, you've also kind of been, you know, Dazzy been on a little bit of the thing where everybody's complaining about the ratings on Friday to death slot. Oh my oh. God, look at how low the ratings are. You fuckers. It, it's, it's not annoying because, um, people are poking fun at AEW for having low ratings. It's annoying because they don't understand. Of course they're going to get low ratings. It's on a stupid time on a stupid night. Like nobody's gonna watch it. I, okay, I I got I did get an argument from somebody that there were well SmackDown makes great numbers on I said well first off I said to to be that guy, to be that you know AEW Mark who is willing to defend WWE for just a second, one your guys's product has been around for a very long time too. You advertise the holy fuck out of moving to Fox to the point where everybody in the wrestling community knew you moved to Fox on Fridays. We already know it's going to be going on on a Friday, so we're partially looking that way. Not to mention, this fucking start time, bud, is 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock Eastern. Eastern time. No, it, it, it was 10 o'clock my time out here to watch Dynamite. And yeah, unfortunately, unless you're like a hardcore, you're kind of missing this month, which in a way sucks. I mean, they, <laughs> sh- they should. But it could be way worse. Excuse me. Without, I mean, without sounding like a mark, um, they really should include DVR numbers because, like, I'm, yeah, really I'm not going to watch it live at like four o'clock in the morning in the UK. So you know what I wa- You know when I watched last week's Dynamite? That Saturday. Last night. Oh well, there you go. It took me like almost a week to watch it because I've just had a, well, I actually, to be honest, I've just been working too much. Life. Life. Yeah. So it's easier when it's on live. Especially for me because it's on at night, but uh, yeah, and include DVR numbers. It might make a difference. Or as I said, you know, would they actually do a little bit better if they went head to head with SmackDown? Like I'm not expecting them to beat SmackDown, but surely it's got to be better than I don't death slot numbers. I don't want. You know what? I, I I've been thinking that too. It's like if they could just go earlier, would it, would being on Friday be that big of a deal? I don't think it would. But uh, I don't know. I think they would. I don't think they would beat SmackDown out, at least not for like a, a month. But then if they needed to, I'm sure that they would at least bring their numbers down. I mean, going up against SmackDown, they'd probably know they'd have to push the boundaries a little bit more, too, because SmackDown gets more ratings than Raw, mostly. Yeah, it's their only good show. Yeah. And again, I'm the guy that I've I've seen bits and pieces of it, and to be honest with you, besides the Roman thing, and you know what, I shit on the guy. Hey, remember when we wanted this guy to be world champion, and they wouldn't do anything with him, and then we hated him because they tried to push him when we didn't want him to push him, and now he's just saying "fuck you," I'm going to do whatever the hell I want, and it's great, it's great. I'm not complaining. Again, AEW Mark, not bitching, uh, but I totally lost my train of thought. That's what happens when you talk WWE. You fucking go on a ramble, and then you just forget because it's fucking annoying. What I say? What? Oh, that's right. No, Pat McAfee. That's the reason why SmackDown's any good. Pat McAfee. That guy is fucking electric. Fucking electric. Standing on the table doing the air guitar with boogs. 
Oh, that, that was another thing that annoyed me. This guy's the new Elias. No, he's been doing that gimmick for... Oh, shut up. It's NXT. Like, dude, if you don't know Boogs from NXT, bud, your fucking life is meaningless. It, in a way, it's it's kind of funny that Vince like deletes everybody's history when they come to the main roster because it makes the fans look like idiots because they don't know about him. And he pays for all this. Yeah. That's what makes it so much worse. All this is getting coming out of his bank account, getting paid for by his bank account, by his you know expense account, if you fucking will, and. Well, let's just erase it, pal. Out, out of his petty cash. Losers. Well, Boogenhagen, Boogenhagen, whatever his name is. Boogs. Boogs. The Boogs. He was on NXT wrestling, and he's actually yeah. not about bad wrestling. Doing the air guitar? Like, come on, man. Bro, who, he was doing the air guitar, I think, with Kayla Braxton. Yes. yes. That was, like, the greatest, like, I was like, dude, if I ever went to a fucking live show and saw this, oh, God, make my <laughs> life. <laughs> Well, that's, that's that's the thing too. Like, he's not Adam Rose. Like, I saw somebody trying to like make no. fun of that because Adam Rose got over in the NXT crowd when they put him on the main roster. He went to shit. Adam yeah, Rose was a raver that took too much e while in NXT and not enough in the WWE. Yeah, and that that gets over with indie fans, but not mainstream fans. Because we like to have fun. Yep. That's what these fucking dweebs don't get. And I think that's the overall picture of why so many people have such a difference in professional wrestling is uh, is real fans like to have fun at their show. We're not just there to watch it because we'd rather be in person than on watching on television. No, we're there because it's an experience. Going to a wrestling show should be a combination of like going to a rock show and seeing some fighting while hanging out with some friends and getting drunk. Or not getting drunk, whatever your preference is. Maybe you know, maybe you're just Mike. Maybe you just want to scream all night long. Maybe you want to eat some natchez. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just that's hang my... out with your buddies, scream and yell at some great wrestling action. The point is, is you're meant to go and have fun. They don't know fun. They don't get fun. WWE is not fun. That's why it sucks. <laughs> so to go on to Moses' point there, I'll be honest, the last wrestling show I went to before COVID, like I hardly go to any WWE or actual pro wrestling shows. Most of my shows I go to are indies, and I love fucking going to the indie because shows. you have fun. You don't yeah. have to know every goddamn star there, every fucking person there. They're going to work their ass off because they're there to impress, and they're going to have fun. Exactly. That's it. That's all I want. It's too much to ask. First of all, of course Mike prefers indie. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Well, first and foremost, I will take that Indy every goddamn day of the week. Oh, my goodness, Indy Hartwell, I love you so much. That's a hot Aussie right there, beautiful Aussie, god dang it. But you know what I'm saying? That's a pole I'd climb if you know what I'm talking about. I'm all about that. I'm all about it. But no, with Indy Hartwell, with Indy Hartwell, just give her some more on my TV because, like I said, girl can wrestle. I saw people hating on her. I'm like, if you don't think this girl is funny, like, come on now. It's the only she is a character. She needs to work on her ring work, and she's getting better. She's getting better. I mean, she's in no way she even Marie, but <laughs> fuck. Hey, let her personality shine, baby, because it's doing great. Mm-hmm. Who Who's hating on Indy, Mike? Give me names. Oh, God. Give me names and addresses. <laughs> I'll send the boys around. I would, I would say my man Teddy P, but he's just all about Aaliyah. Nah, just, I think that, it was that's his girl, bro. 
it was somebody in the cult of kayfabe or one of those groups and i'm like okay i can't i can't i'm gonna get mad i need to call uh, you know what there. oh fuck cult of kayfabe um, but you know what? I even I've actually defended Aaliyah in the past. Not not that she's great, but she she's not the worst. Again, no, again, she's thing, been like, in developmental for almost seven years, and who's and she's better than Eva Marie. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, she's not better than half of the ladies on the NXT roster, but if she's no. better than one main event star, that's a W in my book. Yeah. So yeah, she was on what? She was on breaking ground for like the longest time in NXT and on that. Oh, what a story. breaking ground. What a story you wanted to love that fucking poor girl and then you're like, dude, you're fucking bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, you see, that's the point because you see her working her butt off to try to, you know, get better and she did. And she was working hard, but it's like then she comes on to NXT and then she sucks and then I'm just like, you know what? You're improving, but you're not the best. I like I said, we've seen worse with Eva Marie, and I mean we have uh, what was it Jesse Kamea with the Robert Stone mm-hmm. brand now. I like Jesse Kamea, but Jesse Kamea needs a still needs a lot of work. She does, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like, some work. Green is the grass, but but she's getting there. But that is what NXT is. It's developmental. Oh, we uh we also saw uh, Casey Gonzalez this week. She's not gone. Oh yeah, not retired. I was about to say I was like, because when when I overheard the announcer was like, what did they say, Catanzaro, uh, Kat Katie, or whatever the fuck, I was like, who the hell, what? <laughs> I was like, what in the fuck did you just name? What's her like, uh, fucking her goddamn team partner? And then I saw her come out and I was like, oh, oh, so she's not like retired, gone again, whatever the fuck. No, we just um, got hurt. We we have had some retirements lately. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Leo Rush and ACH. Let me say this. Let me say this about ACH. I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but I gotta get this. Because <laughs> moneymaker Chris Durham, moneymaker, and I were talking about this. Mister Jordan Miles is my slave name. I I was thinking back to Malibu's Most Wanted. All right, B Rad Bradley. That's my slave name. I I told you like 50 times. You know what I'm saying? So what I <laughs> Jordan Miles and his bullshit and ACH and his dumbass man. Good riddance. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out with your bullshit. You know, you got pushed to the moon, baby. You were a prospect winner. You got to go against Adam Cole, baby, on NXT. And all of a sudden, you don't like about the T-shirt, which, all right, if you got a problem with the T-shirt, handle it better than the way you did and then start going acting like Kanye West and George Bush doesn't care about black people at the frigging Katrina relief back in 04, you fuck. Like, also, do it in a better way. Yes. Also, don't approve the T-shirt in the first place. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> I... Exactly. If you're just gonna bitch about it, do your due diligence and look into it. Yep, he killed his career with one fell swoop. Hey, it's I'm not gonna say this guy had all the talent in the world. He could have been world champ, could have been this, could have been that, but you could have been a well paid partner. And when you you start And when you start complaining about for the culture and the black people, I'm like at the same time you were doing this, Keith Lee was the North American champion, so shut Mm -hmm. your face. I was about to say, yeah, that, and they were pushing fucking Velveteen Dream like nobody's business. Yeah, yes. on New Day, we're 38-time tag team champions. Mm-hmm. RF and Truth is coming out here making everybody laugh. Hey, that guy's comedy. Mm-hmm. Friggin' Jordan Miles with your dumbass smile. Fuck you. Hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I don't, I'm not gonna bag on the guy. Whatever, you want to retire again, that's fine. Just don't come back and... Just don't come back in eight months when you think all of a sudden you're good enough to like go against Okada or something. 
first of all, Amir going at him was hilarious because Amir was just oh, even like this. Yeah. Straight. Amir hated it too. Amir wasn't taking any shit from ACH. I believe said, it. Let me tell you don't do that. Bitch. Let me tell you something, bitch. <laughs> he, yeah, no, Amir. Yeah, uh, ACH was also the recipient of the much coveted Wanker of the Year award at our Maxis. Wanker yes. of the Year. Really? Yep. And here's the thing too with that, like <laughs> when it came to what he was doing on Twitter and the hashtag for the culture, he tagged Jay Lethal, and Jay Lethal's like, "Dude, no." I'm in. I'm in honor killing it. Like, don't don't associate me with this. And when Booker T defends you, Buster Booker T, Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, N word, and you know you people in the Triple H WrestleMania 19, and he's a criminal. When Booker T tells you to shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. Hey, this is coming from a man that robbed a Burger King like 19 times. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> especially and from somehow Booker didn't T, get caught. Who's yep. also very much a company guy. Yes. That he is. Gaspar, God rest his soul. Chris and I were talking about this. Durham, Shad Gaspard even defend. Even was like, shut up. And crime time mm-hmm. was stereotypical. But Shad Gaspard and JTG made some great moments and money for themselves. Oh yeah, I they love were, those guys. Crime time. They were stereotypical, but they made it so entertaining. Absolutely. It's that, hey. I, I, as far as I know, that that's part of wrestling. Yeah. Mm. Not to be well, that guy. Um. That's pretty much all we've got to talk about that's noteworthy. Um, Once again, next week is Trivia Takeover 6, Mortal Conflict. Don't forget, it kicks off on Tuesday before concluding on Thursday. We got the three-on-one promo exhibition. We got Phoenix versus Moses. We got Phoenix versus Moni. And we got the Champions Chase for Mike's Knowledge Championship. All in land. The queen of RWT. Well... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And, uh, of course, on the ClickTalk Network. Now, mm-hmm. you can enjoy Max Wrestling along with Netflix, Open Rose, Smart Mark Radio, On the Mic with Mike, Bold Rivals, Wrestling Millionaire, and more on KTN and Ryan Squared, which, again, uh, is having their season finale this week. I think tomorrow, actually. Um, and keep a lookout for a cameo from your boys, the Max Horseman. Go to clicktalknetwork.weebly.com to check out the full season right now. Still out of breath. Still out of breath. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right? I'm Damn, still so. running. <laughs> uh, and also go check us out at maxwrestling.net. Also, Travis is still calling his lawyer. Goddamn lawyer. And follow us on social media. At the Captain Five One Two, at MCL Ninety Two, at Walker Underscore TA Ninety Two, and at SMR Podnet. You know, Travis is never going to catch up with Moses because he keeps missing episodes. Goddamn traffic! <laughs> Before we tap out and bid you adieu, remember Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. Everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, and everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. Okay, so I got to shoot right now. Check this out. So I legit. This is going to, like, fucking blow people's mind. I legit have nine reviews written out. Guess how many of them are recorded? Not one, because it's fucking promo season, goddammit. Oh, my lord. Okay, it's le- I'm legit working on the same things I've been talking about for three weeks. There's three episodes of Bolt Rant that still have to be edited and dropped. Again, this is what happens when promo season comes in. My entire life goes to trying to make movies for eight minutes just so I can win a belt. There you go. That's how I do. I'm that committed, goddammit. 
But um, yeah, you, so there's a lot of Bolt Rant stuff coming up. I believe the 50 man roster, 53 rosters already should have dropped. There's going to be one on position battles, another one on uh, Coach Staley's ju- just recent press conference. And yeah, Retro is that's dropping today. That one's edited. I actually just have to upload that. That's just my own bad. So that should drop today, if not later this afternoon. Uh, Monday is going to be In Your House Buried Alive. Tuesday as a special preview. I'm just fucking jumping the shit, pal. And we're going with Halloween Havoc because I've already watched it and it's written. So I might as well get the fucking thing out there. So Tuesday, that one should drop. Wednesday is going to be the... That's officially the day for Bolt Ranch stuff. So people are like, when do I get football? Wednesday. Wednesday is football stuff. Monday, Tuesday will be uh, wrestling and then, uh, yeah, everyday streaming right now, twitch.tv forward slash bigmo2425. Don't stream the Connor or don't stream the uh, Floyd Mayweather, Logan Paul fight. You'll get suspended. Uh, that's what happened to me. I got like nine viewers out of it, and then they suspended me. I'm like, bro, they didn't even get to see a punch thrown. That's bullshit, but whatever. Guidelines, you know how it goes. So, uh, yeah, watch me yell at the screen playing Call of Duty Valorant uh, Madden which I am god-awful at. So, Amir, if you're listening to this, if you want to kick my ass live on uh, Twitch, let me know. And, uh, yeah, all kinds of shit happening. And, oh, and, 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 I blew somebody's house up. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And, Mike, who you been talking to? I'm singing, dancing, and all of that on Brian Squared. You'll see it because I'm awesome, and I got the skills that kills with a Z, replace the S, boom. I got the uh, burgers yeah. that'll make you. I just got burgers. Yo, I just got burgers. <laughs> so, <laughs> LFC Podcast has a couple new episodes uh, this, airing this week. I'm not going to say who because I just want you to stay tuned and enjoy Ooh. the content. Um, Pop Culture History Podcast, new episode out with Angelina Knight, cat fighter and model, talks about her latest cat fight with Kim G. She talked about school days and, you know, growing up back in the day. Same age as me. She's 29, so we talked about some 90s stuff. We talked about her favorite crushes, one being John Cena and one being Patrick Swayze, baby. It was a fun conversation. And, uh, yeah, check out the latest Life of Mike, which will be up soon. Let's talk about second chances, man. I'm going to go in-depth, talk about my progression from September 2020, some paranormal experiences and some divine intervention to where I am today as a man. And, man, I hope it inspires a lot of people, and I hope it encourages and motivates and uplifts people because that's what it's about at the end of the day. I'm on TikTok to the heart. TikTok, you don't stop, and I want to sex you up. New Jack City style baby. Check me out, Mike Larkin 802, whatever the fuck that is. I'll say it again, like I said last week. Uh, you can check me out on Instagram, Larkin underscore 92 and M Larkin MB, laundryfc.com for beauty, strength, and dominance. Check me out at SM Show 1 or MCL 92 on the Twitter machine. Check me out, StephenMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, says so MC Larkin 92. Check me out with my four horsemen, brethren, Dazzy Dangerously, Moses Marquez, Travis the Walker Anderson, each and every week on that Max wrestling podcast check me out on the net picks podcast with dazzy dangerously did i mention podcast check us out mm-hmm. it's you bitsy spider went up the water spout boom a podcast you say mm. uh, yeah yeah this intrigues me you do hmm. also supernatural you say do, 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 do. there you go now you're now you're, now you're clicking some buttons <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not gonna play the actual theme because then we'll get a copyright strike ah we don't need that and join us next week. Next week yeah. <laughs>
fucking for trivia takeover six mortal conflict three championships on the line promo exhibition it's the champions chase for the second year in a row a lot of fun uh a lot of first time guests too um chad why? well first time special why just to take your title oh <laughs> <laughs> This was episode 327. We will catch your ass down the open road. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. And good night. Just because. Yeah. Next week, you son of a bitch, I trade my crown for your belt and I steal your shoes. You bird fucker. <laughs>